hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Yo, yo, what up? Welcome to the block. It's your girl, Red. Um, I'm not as hype as I usually am because it's been like, it's been a shitty-ass week, to say the least. Um, but I got three of my family members in here, uh, three black men, strong black men at that, and I feel like it was just uh, the perfect time to get y'all's point of view and take on just all of the the bullshit that took place this week. Um, y'all introduce yourself to my, my peoples, if you want to. This is uh, Royal Fifth, 502. We're going down. Jay Brown. <laughs> Got the radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> Kari Muhammad. Kari Muhammad. There you go. Yeah, he's at the J. Brown Town. Town. You got the echo and shit? <laughs> <laughs> Coming live. 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 Turn your radio down. Like, my mic stand is shitty. Okay. Um, I guess I'll start. Who wants to start first? Give any. Right give you. Yeah, you can go left or right. Just give you uh, your point of view on just like all the shit that's happened this week. Like, how, what, you know, your thoughts on it and everything. Uh, regarding the things that took place this week um, with the senseless violence of black males being gunned down by the police, um, it really hit me yesterday when I had to, um, I sat down and I did a video for my uh, YouTube channel, Pills Playground, um, just speaking in reference to um, Alton Sterling, Philando Castile, and then also with the situation that took place in Dallas where the sniper killed um, five white officers of seven being injured. And it's just crazy, like, things died down for a while, and all of a sudden, it, it just hit dramatically. And it was, it was heart-wrenching to see the videos that was recorded with these individuals and how they was being handled by these police officers. And the situations that took place didn't cause for them to subdue those black men like that and pull out their weapons. And then the altercation took over to where they ended up losing their lives. And... When I saw that footage, it, it, it broke my heart just to think that what we're facing in the world today, I mean, it's, it's slowly but surely turning into anarchy. And it almost seems like the government is behind it regarding with how these things just arise with with this violence just, just happening, you know what I'm saying, two, three days in a row. And I'm, I know that everyone is to the point to where they're sick and tired of it and trying to figure out the best way to handle the whole situation. Um, rioting hasn't been the answer. Um, marching hasn't been the answer. I mean, that, that's, those type of things have been taking place since the, back in the day with civil rights. And that was cool then, but with social media and the plateaus that everybody has, our voice is, is, is powerful enough to where we can actually make a, a change and we have to figure out the best way to go about doing it. And I was just at a loss of words, just trying to figure out what that answer is. But with all the strong, smart, black individuals that we have in our communities, we can pull together and we can come up with a with justifiable reason and a solution for all this stop to stop because it's just going to get worse before it gets better. That's true. That's true. Jay Brown tell. <laughs> 
seen this coming for a long time. And uh, if you're not hurt by it, you shouldn't be uh, for the lost generation. Just running around here doing what they do. You may want to open your eyes up before martial law is put in effect of uh, killing one another. Everything, all of that has to stop. Uh, we need to get together, which I know they call them the lost generation because my generation, a lot of them is on crack. We need to stick together, man. This is happening all over the country, and it's going to continue to happen all over the country. We don't wake up. There's a lot of people that are awake. We have some people that are too awake. <laughs> That's so so awake they sleep. Say something, uh, Kyrie. Uh, this past week, I uh, I made a decision that I wasn't going to. Uh, I watched the first video uh, of a live murder that I've probably ever seen, and I decided I wasn't going to watch any more of the video. Um, and that was to be uh, so I would not become emotionally attached mm -hmm. to the situation because. Sometimes when we get emotionally attached, uh, attached to a situation, we don't think the situation through, and then the, the, the actions don't become effective because you're dealing that with emotion. But we do need soldiers that deal with emotion. But uh, the first thing that came to mind, I thought about the, 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 the guys that were killed, and he take you back to the plantation. And you think about what they did to break the slave, and what they did to break the slave, or to break the man, period, is they would 
humiliating in front of his family. Mm. And so when you think of a man that was killed in front of his daughter and in front of her mother, it's, it's still a slave, it's still a, a plantation mentality. And then it, it took me to thinking about uh, a man in Louisville named Jaquan, I think it's Crawley. And he's a guy that, um, he was arrested a few weeks ago for uh, shooting a police officer. And so I put myself in his shoes. And I say, they got him for shooting a police officer. Had he not shot that police officer, would he be another one of these guys that we're talking about? Mm. So, trying not to be emotionally attached to the situation, but being completely attached to the situation, it's a, it's a mentality. And the mentality, right now, you have, it used to be that the people that were, uh, used to be the people that were dissatisfied with the poor and the people that didn't have anything. Now everybody's dissatisfied. You got the rich is dissatisfied, mm -hmm. the poor is dissatisfied, everybody's dissatisfied. And you got these situations that occur from dissatisfaction. And I was taught from my roots in the Nation of Islam that the change will come when there's 100% dissatisfaction. And I just think that we've come to that point where we were told that once that 100% dissatisfaction came, it would be the fall of America. And that's where we're at right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I guess my point of view is uh, I'm angry, if anything. I'm, I'm very angry. I've, I've actually been forced to, to deal with probably every single emotion that I have in my body within seven days. Mm -hmm. I don't like that shit. Mm -hmm. I feel like I was forced into it. It was like, you're going to do this, and you ain't really got no choice of the matter. I, I was upset. I, I was, I cried. Yeah. And I, I, if you know me, like I haven't cried in like psh, I couldn't tell you how long. Right. And I was just sitting there working, and tears just started falling from my eyes. Like I was just so upset. And then I think um, it's a, it's a sense of I feel helpless. I feel helpless, and I feel hopeless because if it keeps happening, you know, it's so repetitive. Whether it's you know, uh, it happens within a you know two months span or a month span, it doesn't matter. But it just keeps happening. So in this past week. We've had, um, I believe I seen a story, there was a, a Latino out in uh, California that got shot by the cops. I think it was a teenager. Uh, he was unarmed. And then you had the um, Alton Ster uh, Sterling situation that happened in Baton Rouge. And then you, you wait a little bit, right, less than 24 hours within the same day up in Minnesota. The cop kills a man, uh, shot him four times in his arm in front of uh, his girlfriend's daughter and the cop was more shaken than the girlfriend was. You would think that the girlfriend would be more hysterical than the cop is, you know what I'm saying? Because you just took somebody's life, yeah. but you took somebody's life in which she was connected to. So she's the one that should have really been like, wilding the fuck out, shaky voice. No, she was just like, sorry, you did, you know, X, Y, Z. And I told him, I told him, like, and he's in her bleeding, bleeding out, and you still got your gun out. He told you what he had on him. He, I have a. I'm licensed to carry. I'm reaching for my wallet. If, if uh, I need people to understand, especially people uh, law enforcement in the black community, it is very seldom that you hear about a black man 
willing and openly shooting a cop. Point blank. Like, I'm talking about to the point of, like, where we are. They'll shoot a cop from far distance because they can run the other way. But, nigga, you standing right here. And I'm not, uh, there's not a whole lot of us that is bold enough to be like, I'm just going to do it. Fuck it. I'm out here. And just jump out the window with it. And they detain that girl. I was more concerned, and I still am, I'm more concerned about that girl. I'm still concerned about the uh, the store owner down in Louisiana because he's speaking out and giving his point of view. Because if you pause right here where we're at and go back to Mike Brown, you remember his homeboy Darian, uh, Dorian, whatever the fuck you want, whatever his name is. He was out here talking, talking, talking. All of a sudden, you don't see him no more. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you can come out here and be honest and give your point of view and try to do all that shit, but they don't want you to do that. They want you to be quiet. They want you to not say anything. And I'm still, like I said, I need somebody to keep eyes on both of them because it ain't beyond the government right now to be like, okay, y'all still talking too much. Let me just go ahead and. Of course. Yeah, Freddie. Yeah, we we celebrated when they said they was they was going to you know convict these six cops. We was like, yeah, finally. And then y'all slowly one by one let each one of them go. And it's like you feel helpless. You like what? What's the point? What's the point of being a, a law-abiding citizen if I'm paying the taxes for your job? This is what I'm paying you to do. I'm paying you to protect and serve. But you're not protecting me, and you're not serving me. The only thing you're serving us is grief and death, and that's not what you're supposed to do. That's not what you signed up for. So for as a, as a black woman, and I've said it on my social sites, and I'll continue to say it, yeah, you know, Banshee's black. I do have my gripes about, you know, niggas. That's who I deal with. But, that's, I, like, once again, I know the difference between a nigga and a man. I value my black men like no other. Like, y'all are the backbone. Y'all are needed. Y'all are valued. Y'all are necessary to us. And a lot of people don't feel that way, which is sad. And that's just a part of the whole, you know, brainwashing, Jim Crow shit. And that too. And then you, and it, and there's so much within our community that we get dealt and we just keep taking it. Like, we just keep, we just keep taking it. Like, it has to come to a point where it's like, now you like, what can we do? We, I think there's, we're at a point where we're ready to fight back. So now we're like, so how do we fight back? So I guess I'll, that's the, the question I have for y'all three. Like, if y'all have, like, well, how, uh, how do you fight back? Well, you, you, when, you, when you're at war, there's three different, to me, there's three different elements of war. There's physical, there's spiritual, and there's financial. Mm-hmm. We too focused on one, and we completely let the other two go. We too damn spiritual. Yeah. We don't want to do nothing physical. Yeah. Don't nobody want to give their life enough. Mm-hmm. And don't nobody want to put their money up for nothing. Yep. So in those, when you fight in a war, if you're just gonna be spiritual, you're never gonna win that war. No. So I, I, I feel you know I appreciate Carmelo Anthony standing up. Yeah. I appreciate um, I heard Kevin Hart and I appreciate um, um, I forgot the Ed Gordon from uh, BT News. Yeah. They yeah. Got, they're putting a uh, black man uh, tour together. Yeah, where they're gonna go that. around. Uh, I, I applaud all of those efforts. But until y'all pull y'all's money right. yeah. out, Dr. Umar shouldn't be walking around here looking for $2 million right now no more to build a black school for right. black children. Period. That's Carmelo Anthony could do that 10 Easy. times out of his own pocket. Yeah. So when we look at, when we got these leaders that are trying to come up with uh, solutions that attack Dr. Umar for what he's trying to do, uh, they attack Dr. Boyce. We attack. Well, don't let me say they. I don't we attack. We attack these people. But the thing is, 
It's let's dialogue with them. Yeah. Figure out where their weakness is. Figure out where the strength is. Let's move with the strength. We keep focusing on the weakness of the people that we disagree with, yeah. and we don't of our own people that we disagree with, and their strengths never become our strengths. Right. So. You know, I, I applaud all of these people that got money that's out here, you know, wanting to take a stand, Snoop, and all y'all. Yeah, but y'all got, the the money. Of yeah, y'all got the money to make a lot of the stuff happen yeah. that needs to happen. And so for me, those guys, I appreciate it, but you ain't doing enough. Like, and that's, I feel like with, with the, um, I think the problem with some of the people within our own community is that they... They depend on celebrities too much. Yeah. You remember that uh, the stand up with Dave Chappelle, and he was talking about uh, it was like 9 11. He said he's watching MTV, mm-hmm. and he was like, You know, damn, it's crazy. What's going on? The MTV was like, We got Ja Rule on the phone. I don't want to talk to Ja Rule right now. I'm like, Ja Rule ain't got the answers. Like, right. what am I going to do? Hide me, Ja. Like, where's Ja? Yeah, where's Ja? Hide me, Ja. And that's what I feel like I get it because they do have the platform, mm-hmm. but I also don't expect, I don't expect anything more or less from them because of. Because of their platform, yeah. you if you, I mean it just really depends on the heart of the person. Yeah, if you have the money, the means to do so, yeah, you gotta talk, you gotta walk, and you gotta push. That's yeah. it. Like you gotta do all that shit. It's one thing for us to put all these hashtags up, right. put all these protests together, put all these marches together. But if ain't no money funding, yeah. ain't nobody voting in every single fucking election we yeah. got. Ain't nobody you know voicing your opinions like to your con- listen. If you go to the to the state capitol anywhere, you gotta demand your shit. They don't they don't change anything because you don't demand anything. Yeah. And then some they got it in your head to where you like, well, what's the point? Yeah. You we that's been fed to the to the black people so much. It's like what's the point? Don't matter, you vote don't matter. Just try it. Shit. I mean yeah. it it don't hurt nothing just yeah. going even if damn if you do, damn if you don't, yeah. but damn it, do it. And like just, yeah, stop spending our money with these and people. Exactly. I, I promise you. On on my way here, I was about to stop. At, uh, at one of the restaurants to grab something to eat on my way in. And I promise you, in my head, I said, you know what? I'll wait till after I leave. I'll go down to Dayship Barber's Bistro's right down the street. Mm-hmm. Black on. And that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I made a conscious effort. Right. Because normally I would have just pulled in and grabbed something. Not even think about but it. But you have to make a conscious right. effort to do these things to empower the, the businesses. And then hold the businesses in our community accountable for putting the money exactly. back in the community that right. the community is putting into the business. Like I can get, I have no yeah. money, no problems, you know, spending money with you, but it has to be of quality. That's the, and I yeah. think that's another thing. We'll touch on that in a second because yeah. I still want to get everybody's. Right. Uh, well, I want to touch on that one. Second. Okay, go ahead. Well, that's 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 what's going on. I saw a young lady out of Chicago that had, uh, started a bunch of black businesses just to see how they thrive, mm-hmm. and she watched. One of those businesses closed down. See, they didn't know she was the one funding. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a project. Yeah. Oh, okay. She watched each and every one of those businesses get shut down. I mean, because that's how that's how it's supposed to. Yeah. You know, they're going to do that every time. So we got we got to find a way to keep our businesses in close. Um, like I said, yeah, we have Black Wall Street, but when things start to get that good for us, there they come. Us, they're coming to burn everything. Ah, yeah, they they come through with it. And it's always one. It's always one of us involved. In the a, they always the get one. Yeah, it's I always. Yeah, they gonna do it. It's always one of us that's involved real. with the whole thing that that's willing to bring it down for himself. Yep, because yeah. it's a, it's a selfish yeah. thing. So, right. uh, Jay, uh, what do you think the solution is? Like, what do you think we? What can we do? Man, we've been fighting this fight. 
fight for over 400 years. Like you were saying. Damn, they're 700 years yeah, now. Right. Shit. Just like the movie you said. Yeah, Panthers. Yeah, it was just See like that. Yeah, that was back in. Um, them, first of all, I don't know if a lot of people know about this movie, but it came out in 95. Yeah. And it was based off the, uh, the Black Panther Party. And within the movie, this was back in the 60s. This yeah. is back in like 64. Right. You know, around the time, you know, Martin was out here, Malcolm, they was popping, yeah. all that shit. Yeah. And the Panthers was coming together on some, you know, real life, right. let's save our people, let's look out for our people because they not looking out for our people shit. Right. And then it just took, you know, the government started spying. They started, you know, infiltrating shit, putting shit in place. Let's put the drugs in here. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's try right. to grab so one. Fuck it all up. And you know, that's, yeah, and that's the and that's what helps no, you. You gotta fight. Yeah, I mean that's the only way. The that's only the only way, way to fight. Take, just like that bridge I showed you, where all those people in Atlanta. In Atlanta, yeah. They made them people in Atlanta think twice yesterday because that was a whole lot of people. That was a lot more people than the police. That's yes. why I'm saying it's more of us yes. than it is of them. I'm not. No, I'm not condoning it because I don't want nobody listening to this and be like, oh, she's a cop killer. No, yeah. I ain't Ice T. I ain't none of that shit. Like I ain't saying that. But what I'm saying is that we have. There, there's strength in numbers. There's way more of us that just right. stand. That's well, all you gotta do. Just do the right thing. Yeah. I mean, get the get the racist police officers off the force. Yeah. And and I mean, and retrain them. Right. Because they're they're paranoid. They're scared of black people. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way you're supposed to be a police officer and you pulling people over and you're scared to death when you pull them over. Of course you're gonna shoot. Of course, yeah. out of fear. So out it's fear. like it's uh yeah it's it's a. Uh, that was your question. Really, it's, a, it's a situation where we have to be, we have to stop being scared of law enforcement. Then there's that. And what, I'm, and what I mean by that is, we have a lot of our youth that come out of high school not knowing what to do with their life. And one thing that I feel like a person from the community could do with their life that would be productive, respectable, and honorable is. Go into law enforcement mm-hmm. and police your own community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. It was uh, I, it was some interview. I think it was like uh, maybe on the radio or something. And they was talking about that. If yeah. you you know start you know the police got to become comfortable with the community that they're working in. Yeah. And that's the reason why like back in the day you know like they said football coaches and stuff you know high school teach stu- I mean stuff like that you knew them because from the community. Oh, that's you know that's Uncle Joe that's so and so and now they're policemen because they know how to talk the language they understand the culture and that's somebody that they know so right. you're not walking around fearful yeah. and if that cop gets you it's more out of a you need to get back in line right. type shit and right. not I want to take your life type like, shit yeah. Like, yeah. like a cop with Ali Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It has to yeah. be something like that. If yeah. cops stop, you know, if you don't, if you don't feel comfortable working in the West End, you don't know nothing about the West End, and you don't bother to figure out or understand anything about the West End, don't work yeah. in the West End. Like that's just it's just simple yeah, shit. That, that cop, I don't think he understood how much of an impression he made, and I'm sure he didn't know what type of person he was going to make. Exactly. He made one of the greatest people in About, the world. Yeah, you know it made the whole world love him. Yeah, yeah. And and I think that's really what that's really what it comes back to. Uh, Tony, I want you to get in on this. What do you think the what's the solution? Like, what can we do? Well, regarding the solution, um, just to piggyback on what Kyrie was saying, with a lot of um, our superstars and people who are standing up in the media, it's nice. It looks good. Yeah, yeah it's it's a, it's a good front. Right? Good pictures. I even talked about Carmelo Anthony, and I like, I, like you said, I applauded that. That was, that was beautiful. Good move. Now what? But yet and still, was you doing it for your brand? Mm-hmm. Or was you just doing it to be like, okay, well, I'm doing my part now. I can sit back. Right. But regarding our people, we have to pull together financially. 
Right. That is the only way you can be able to conquer this beast and these issues that go on. Because people of other race, when it comes to money, they're they not scared to, to fund their own. Not at all. From not Asians not. to whites Jews, to Jewish. They're not scared to pull their money together and teach from within. Like, I know in the Asian culture, it's very big. They teach them at a very young age that you're going to go to school for law. You're yeah. going to go to school to be a doctor. They set that president at a very young age. So when that president is set at a very young age, you don't have children who are just wanting to go be your typical rap artists, basketball right. players. They're going to go do things that are building financial finances for the future, for their children's children. Right. And that's what we need to pick up off the back of these other races and cultures and what they do because we don't do that. We do not empower ourselves. We are quick to take our money and funnel it back into drugs and alcohol, into clothing and anything that's going to be substantial on the front to where you look good. But in order for a change to actually take place with a lot of these people who have that power in their pool, they're going to have, they need because we only can do so much. Exactly. The situations that we are in, we only can do so much. Basically, we're the front line. Yeah. And if we have these black individuals of power that is willing to put that money in and fund in order for us to fight this battle the correct way, because then we can actually get somewhere. Because when you're talking with money, now you're battling the government mm-hmm. and other people who have to listen. Because for the main part, that's all they see. Oh, all yeah. they see is money. That's all they want. And nice. if you got that money, then they are willing to m- make a change yeah. and convert because they're fattening their wallet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's now, where it starts. So now we gotta get rid of the Jesse Jackson. Man, Al we gotta get rid of all these green But you know what? Right we gotta get rid of the old ones anyway. We gotta get rid of the old ones anyway. I said that I you know, I am verbal with them on social media, but I said it I was like, I'm tired of these old ass niggas. Yeah. No disrespect. Like yeah. y'all where y'all came up from, that y'all was perfect yeah. for well, y'all's time. But y'all not the then there's yeah. that. that's that. But y'all not perfect bad. for our time because y'all don't understand what we're dealing with right now. Because you're older, you you sit back, you got money you ain't tripping off that we need somebody that's literally in the trenches yeah. with us not yeah. in one more thing yeah. and i'm glad y'all said that now this this also goes for our local pastors oh yeah and definitely now, you have your ones and we're, we're very close to one malone now i love him to death but let me tell you malone didn't come out now we had a string of killers let me tell you something this started here with michael newby Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What was the other guy's name that they shot in the jeep but stuck in the mud? Yeah, uh, uh, it was Mike But him, then the guy that was handcuffed, you know, it was a string of murders. Yeah. And what they gave us after that, because we went down and we marched on, on City Hall and all that, and what they gave us was a black police chief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you see the things that they said about this black police chief, I mean, officers. Mm-hmm. So this will tell you how, how everything revolves, and then mm-hmm. you got a, uh, uh, you got like I said, the preachers don't show up until it's Jesse money comes involved. to town, yeah. cameras, and it got to be. Yeah. And, and he I, came out, that and I agree. And then well, he left. you have a uh, just like Jesse. There, there, there was a a few years ago in Louisville, there was a void that was left in Louisville, and that void was the death of Reverend Coleman. Oh, yeah. Reverend yeah. Coleman, yeah. he left, a, he left a void. Uh, we had a black police chief because of Reverend Coleman. Yeah. He, he put the pressure. He put his he put his foot on the neck of the, of the mayor. Uh, actually, sent him up out of here. Really, that those couple of years that Jerry Abramson left, mm-hmm. uh, do it that. He, he, he couldn't he couldn't deal with the pressure yeah. that Coleman was putting on him, and it, it left the boy. It really, and 
You got to put the, yeah, like, my whole thing, um, you know, I go to the church that they're talking about. I'm not going to say the names. No need for that. But I was sitting in there um, one day, and he started talking. So he wants you to say his name on the news? No. Just to show up for the news. Show up that one time with Jesse Jackson, and then you leave, and we never see you again. Come on, and it's not just him; it's all. It's all of them, except for Cos. I sat there, and he was talking about the, and it seems to always be older black people when it comes to this. When it comes to the Black Lives Matter, oh yeah, they don't, they don't understand it, and they too, you know how older people, older black people, especially, we know how they are. They stuck in their ways. If it ain't how it was back in the seventies. Then it don't matter. Right. Not understanding that it's a whole new day, and that those are like so many decades removed. We can't go back there, and we're not going to. And he sat in there, and he was just, you know, on his. I feel like it was a political spiel, of right. course. Right. And it was just like, you know, you know, Black Lives Matter won't matter to the black people. I'm like, stop. I want to stand up so bad and be like, cut it out, right? right? right. But you got to restrain yourself yeah. because he got security and all. They don't know how you going. But it's just like I, I honestly want to sit down with him and have this conversation because yeah. not on some attacking you stuff. I just want you to oh, understand. Yeah. Yes. What, the, what this right. is when we say black life, and this is for all y'all. Now we just touching everybody yeah. for everybody yeah. on the outside looking in. Black Lives Matter is a strictly a movement that is telling you, yes, we get it. Everybody matters. Right. We ain't taking nothing away right. from y'all, but guess what? Yeah. They ain't killing all of y'all. Right. They just killing us. Exactly. And, and you start to see yeah. when you come to those rallies, right? Those all lives yeah. matter. Uh, you don't you don't do stuff like that it, because basically you're not willing to understand you're right. hard headed. Right. You feel you feeling like somebody's attacking you and somebody's just trying to express what we feel. We have to, it's almost like we don't want to say this, but we have to remind y'all that our lives matters too. Right. Yeah. And then you know it, it's the same analogy. You don't go to a breast cancer awareness rally and right. say what about AIDS? Right. right. You don't go over here. You know yeah. uh, somebody said on Twitter they was like I don't when I hurt my knee and I go to the doctor and the doctor is like all bones matter. Yeah, yeah they do. Right, right. But my knee hurt right now. So right. can we just let's deal with let's the knee. Yeah, let's yeah. focus on my knee right now and then we'll get to, you know, strengthening the rest of the bones. And that's what I need everybody to understand. Older black people, white people, whoever don't understand, young even young black people that don't understand that. And you've gotten brainwashed to the point where because you roll with so many different kind of people within right. your circle right. that you let everybody infiltrate your mind and be like, well, all lives matter. Yeah. No, y'all, you're, you're absolutely correct. But once they start, when they start aiming at everybody and everybody start dying, then we'll, can, we can yeah. have your all lives matter movement. Yeah. But until then, shut the fuck up, right. sit back and let us, you know, do what we're doing. It's not a hate group. It's it's actually a, it's a love thing if you think about it it's a love for one another we're out here mar- there are people out here marching you know pushing the brand you know whatever it is to put it in your face so you can understand like it's cool we get it all y'all matter but right now we up to bat right now they coming at us right. and it's and it's not new no it's, it's not, not new that they take these organizations take the energy from us mm-hmm. uh, the uh, and and. Not saying anything negative, but the LBGT, ABC, DEFG <laughs> community, they took they took the blueprint from the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They took the blueprint from the civil rights movement all the way up to the point, as much as I don't like the man uh, or don't agree with him, I won't say anything negative about anybody that's given an effort, but Jesse Jackson, the LBGT community took the energy from the civil rights movement mm-hmm. all the way up to the point that Jesse Jackson had an organization called the Rainbow Coalition. Yeah, yeah. That. And they took it. Took that. And they took the complete energy, the blueprint, and everything, everything from the civil rights movement. And now 
the LBGT movement gets more support than, than a black, black man getting shot mm -hmm. in the street. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. And then another thing, I want to touch on that too. And it's no, if you know me, there's no disrespect. I shouldn't have to say that shit, but some no. motherfuckers just don't understand it. Yeah. So let me just put the disclaimer out there. <laughs> if you are gay, congratulations. Whatever you want to do, whatever floats your boat, have fun. But do not be so disrespectful to compare your struggle to being black. Don't no. do it. That is the ultimate right. disrespect. Especially if you're black. Especially if you're black. <laughs> that is the ultimate disrespect. Basically what you tell them, the way I take it, and I'm pretty sure y'all agree, is what you're saying. Uh, fuck slavery right. and all this other shit. Right. Not that, no one is taking, if they find that you are gay, no one is taking you and making you pick cotton and, you know, uh, getting lashes on your back. Right. You're not going through this struggle. You're not getting pulled over because you're gay. That doesn't happen because no one can tell that you're gay from the outside, but you can tell I'm black from the outside, and that's a threat to you. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't, you're, let's, get your own damn struggle. Right. Let, let your struggle be your struggle. And look how powerful that movement was. Crazy. If, it you, is. if you look yeah. over, I mean, just look at TV. Their agenda has been pushed so far down our throats that basically, basically, whatever they want, they have gotten. Yeah. Like, it's all the way to down to our television shows. Like movies, like everywhere that you look, there is someone that is from the LBGT that is being included into that. Yeah. And all it's doing is desensitizing you, yeah. making you comfortable, making you have to deal with. So why can't we under take that same understanding from that and do that along and do that with Black Lives Matter? Yeah. Like I understand the Black Lives Matter, and I think it's a beautiful thing, but I just don't want people to get attached to that yeah. to that that moniker. Yeah. Like, just don't be like all Black Lives Matter and get the shirt, this, that, and so forth. Yeah, do more. To your mom do I'm, more. I'm gonna be honest with y'all, and I, I don't care about ridicule from the black community at all. But I hate that Black Lives Matter statement. But I, you I hate, hate the because they ruined. Yeah, I, 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 I hate <laughs> it because they ruined with like, that all lives matter. It's, it's because yeah. I hate it because it sounds like I don't know who I am originally. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like I don't know who my where my foundation came from mm -hmm. and what my true history. Your history ain't America. Let's just not get to that. At, at one point in time, we are universal people. We're not yeah. African people. The reason that your history that they teach you is Africa, so you feel like you come from a savage land in mm -hmm. the jungle, and they don't want you to know your true history. And I'm going to just tell you that from the beginning. But I'm not saying I don't support Black Lives Matter. I'm not saying that I won't do anything with it. Mm -hmm. I just hate the. Yeah. The, the whole you shouldn't have to say it. I, that's I the thing. You yeah, shouldn't have to. It's something. Yeah. It's something that just should go without saying. Well, yeah. Sandra Bland. Sandra Bland said it. Said it the best before she was killed. She said, "If there would, if there wasn't a need for the hashtag Black Lives Matter, if black people wouldn't need to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You wouldn't need to say it. So, we wouldn't have to so say it. They turn, yeah. they take it and, and then, flip it around, yeah. and they're like." Well, all lives matter, and they keep on saying and they keep like saying they don't it. understand what yeah. we're saying. You know yeah. what I'm saying? White people aren't being killed right now. Not at all. White people aren't being killed then. You know what I'm saying? They're being they're we, sprinkled we in, right and now. even when there is that, when even when there is like certain white people that are killed, it's because you did something wrong. Right. right. Like maybe yeah. it's because you right. pointed the gun at a cop. Right. And I can just go get my car right now. I, right. Yeah. And that, and that's just yeah. like off of walking and right. didn't do anything. It's a right. it's a fear of of the skin complexion right. in which you know it boggles my mind that right. like people are afraid of just skin. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. this is so so this, fearful to you. Like it's that's crazy but, to me. You know, if you would see like I said the courtyards they used to have when they used to hang blacks, the first thing I would look at is the crowd and I look at their faces. 
Man, motherfuckers had kids on their shoulders yeah. and shit like they was at a carnival and everybody had big ass smiles on their face and it was just good for them yeah. to watch this nigga hang. It you just, know what I'm saying? When I was sitting, I was thinking, I was like, like really want to go back in time and just who originated this fucking right. hate? Like that hate was so, it's right. so far well, it's, back. It's, it's like, like Dave Chappelle. Right. I'm like I'm back in time. <laughs> <laughs> call you a crap. Right. You crap. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's truly, you have to, uh, you have to dig in the history. And you really gotta dig, dig, why dig, this dig, is dig, going dig. on. You know, I'm, I'm, we, we talked about Muhammad Ali. Well, what Muhammad Ali believed, and this is this is not to, to, to push anything on anybody, but this is what Muhammad Ali believed. And this is where the ideology of Muhammad Ali was created. This is where Muhammad Ali was created. The first lesson that he was taught that changed his whole mentality was this, and I'll recite it to you exactly the way that he believed it. He believed the original man is the Asiatic black man, maker, the owner, the cream of the planet, earth, God of the universe. That's what he believed. That's what I'm telling you. That was the original teaching that made Muhammad Ali the man that you saw him become. Mm -hmm. Now, let's just get to the part of it. The original man is the Asiatic black man. That part of it alone tells you that there was only one type of, or one person here at, some per at a certain point in time. Yeah. Now... From that person, there was a person that was created, and that person has done nothing but cause wickedness ever since the inception. Mm. Now, I'm just telling you what was what what was a belief and what is the teaching. You don't have to believe it coming from my mouth. What I do is I just challenge you to study the history for real. Mm. The history as far as uh, the moon and the stars was created. It was. It was, it was created. Um, this stuff, this this murdering us in the streets, this murdering us in front of the world. Yeah. This is happening in front of the world. Dehumanizing the the us yeah. in front mm -hmm. of the world. And they keep and then they keep playing the. And yeah, yeah, I watched the video. Yeah. I did watch both videos just because I like to be informed. Yeah. But it's like, but they keep playing it. Like I found, I thought it was very disrespectful, and I don't fuck with CNN no more. Some something done yeah, fucked up. Yeah. Some, yeah, they the they, was ta they was talking to the family of uh, what's his name, Philandro. I'm saying right now, Philando, Philando. They was saying <laughs> like talking to his family. And they played the clip. This yeah. is his family. Yeah. They don't want to relive like this shit. Okay, right. You run us through this clip. Watch, yeah. watch this slam dunk. Like, like it's a replay. They right. know him. Yeah. They are connected to this man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Show it one time and, and throw that shit away. Totally. It, it's yeah. like you got to you know show it and then get it out of here. Because there's no, if you keep replaying it over and over and over that's again, that's what they're doing. They're, they're desensitizing people. They've been doing this shit for so long. Yeah. And it's through yeah. everything. Right. It's through the video games. It's through movies. It's yeah, through yeah. TV shows. You sit there because if you watch it enough, and you just gotta, I pray that you just wake the fuck up. Right. That's what it is. You right. gotta wake up. Yeah. Like you, it's okay to watch that stuff because, you, but you have to understand for yourself that it is entertainment right. only. Yeah. That's what people have to teach their kids, and that's what you gotta tell yourself because yeah. you watch enough of that shit just with your own, just sitting there quiet. You'll get that them visuals play in your mind, yeah, over and over, over, and, over, and, over right. and over and over again to the yeah. point where when you see it, you like hey. black ops. Yeah, like no it's you cool. Don't value yourself no yeah, more after you it gets, it, yeah, and I mean, I'm talking about know. all down to the yeah, music. Don't even know. Yeah. I'm talking about to the music, to the music videos, because you got to tell. Okay, for me, I love hip hop. Y'all know I love hip hop. Not that rap shit. Of course, I listen to it, but it ain't something that's gonna touch my soul. It ain't feeding it. Yeah. But 
they have come up with these visuals, and I just you gotta pray for your daughters. Yeah, you got. I gotta pray for myself. I gotta yeah. pray for my sisters and my friends because you sit here as a single black woman in America today. You were like, damn, is this what these niggas want? Like, they yeah. really want you out here half naked, body altering, doing all this shit, being freaky. That's their nature, shit. though. That's yeah. their nature. When you look at the statues in Europe yeah. and, the, and Italy and yeah. the places where they originate at, that's their nature. Yeah. And so what you're doing day by day is you're becoming more like the people that are your oppressor. Exactly. Right? And so yeah. then when you become like the people that are your oppressor, you start oppressing yourself. Exactly. Right? And so the, mm-hmm. now you're your own oppressor. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Or symbology. Like that's what I'm saying. A lot of these videos and things like, man, like, um, I forgot it was a Beyonce video uh, or it was a magazine cover where yeah, basically yeah. she had yeah. on something that resembled Bohemite. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. So right. when, you, when you look at these videos in symbology, mm-hmm. the power of symbols and the way the symbols mm-hmm. are used is much more powerful than yeah. you actually know. Yeah. Colors. Like um, it was something with the Kardashians that I was watching, and it was um they they froze the frame, and they were standing out on the floor that was checkered in black and white, mm-hmm. and then they had the red lettering. All this is of Lucifer, mm-hmm. so people do not know that all you see is Kardashians, but you yeah. do not understand the symbology behind the mm-hmm. things that are going on and the power of those symbols that are being used. That stuff travels at like wavelengths, and our bodies work off of wavelengths. Right. Mm-hmm. So once you see that and you interpret it and you take it in, it does something to you on the inside, and you don't even know it. And you know what's crazy? I feel like even with with those people, it's like, do they even know what? The yeah, they know. Yeah. They've yeah. taken that yeah. off yeah. because it's mm-hmm. spiritual. It's the spiritual. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What they're doing is like the Jay Z Rihanna video and all that, like the fire bearers and all that yeah. stuff. You see that? Those mm-hmm. are all symbols. Yeah. You know, they took that from yeah. someone. Well, you, you know, uh, I just just touching back real quick on what can we do? Yeah, because that's all of this stuff. This is really naming, just gifts. What, what can we do? Issues, right? These are issues. Big issues. Layers upon layers upon layers. It's so upon deep. Layers of of issues, and it and when you think of what you do, it's one scene, and I believe it's uh, barbershop two or three, one of them. I'm not sure, but there's a scene where there's a riot going on outside of the uh, barbershop. Um, they were they were going back in the day, and it was Ice Cube's father when he owned the shop, mm-hmm. and he was cutting hair during the riot. Yeah, outside he of was it. cutting a man's hair during the riot. Right. And uh, Cedric the Entertainer was <laughs> running through, thinking he was a Black Panther. Yeah. Panther. <laughs> and so the dude was on there like, "Yeah, they gonna die, and we gonna die. Yeah, we gonna like, we go, you know, he's like, like, like so they on. run out to go do whatever they gonna do, and he closed the door behind him and locked the door, but." Ice Cube father, what he was doing, while everybody thought they was outside fighting the revolution, what he was doing was maintaining his business. Yeah. He was still serving his customer yeah. while they was outside riding. Yeah. They, he was still cutting the man's hair and maintaining his business. His business is what provided for his family. His business was in the community, so it was a part of the community. Right. Nobody touched his yeah, business. Untouched. Yeah. So when we think about what to do moving forward, we have to have the businesses in our community that have that type of respectability, right. that have that type of standard. I'm still going to remain. That's how you change this dynamic. Mm-hmm. Of course, people are going to have to die. Yeah. Police officers included. Included. They are people. For this to change, they're going to have to die. Yeah. And we got a few soldiers out there that's going to make sure that that happens. Yeah. And that's... And some of us, too. Yeah. 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 To and we're going to have to... Yeah. And that's what I was talking to my homegirl about. I was like, when you think about it, um, I said, you know, there's not a whole lot of black leaders. 
We don't have, we don't have a Martin and Malcolm. Yeah, like our parents were. The ones we do have, they doing it for life. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Like we don't have a Martin and Malcolm. Let's yeah. just be honest. And our parents were fortunate enough to to come up in that. Yeah. Now, granted, did the government snatch them? Hell yeah, yeah. sure did. But like anything, that's what they do. If you get too much power, too much, you know, strength behind you, because it's already strength within you as a black person already. Yeah. But once you start getting more people numbers. behind you, you strengthen numbers. numbers. It's like hold on. You can force these guys to have to step on what they want, what they talking though. Yeah. And then I'm gonna yeah. give you a prime example. I got I have the greatest respect for Dr. Boyce Watkins. But I'm gonna tell y'all something. Dr. Boyce Watkins ended up getting pressured. As 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 pro black as he is now, he ended up getting pressured into that. He opened his mouth pro black and then the people just started supporting him and it pushed him out there and now he can't turn back. Right. And that's how you do a leader, though. If you want to be a leader, you want to represent our people. We're gonna get behind you, but damn it, you're gonna get out. You're gonna, but you're gonna work right. It's one thing to sit here and jive jack with us. It's another thing to actually go and actually do that shit. I respect him when he stays on the education side and he's teaching business and finance because that's his strength. When he starts talking about other stuff and being a journalist and this, that, and the third, then me and boys, we 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 go part our ways, but. Infrastructure, yeah. infrastructure, businesses in the community. When you have businesses in the community, the banks come back to the community. If you go to Newburgh, ain't no bank in Newburgh nope. because all the all the uh, foreigners own the companies, the businesses, and then they send their money outside of Newburgh. There's no reason for a bank to be there. Right. But once you build, you create your own bank. You have businesses, you create a bank. You create a, a financial system in that bank. You, you bring income. Then you build an infrastructure. Infrastructure is education. You have hospitals. Mm-hmm. You have uh, everything that, that provides the needs, food, clothing, and shelter mm-hmm. for the people. So you have real estate. You have food, uh, restaurants. You have uh, flourishing businesses. Right. You have dentists. You have doctors. You have uh, yeah. psychologists. Everything. That's an infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Then you get into having your own police. You get into having your own fire. You get into having your own uh, ambulances and those type. That's an infrastructure. Make your own. City. That's necessary. Make your own. City. And that's what is so and necessary. You, yeah. Yeah. you go to Shively, you go to J Town, you go to Butchel. Yeah. They all got it. Yeah. Well, you got to figure how the hell did Butchel, Shively, J Town, some of these little neighborhoods got one police car and one little house. That's the city hall for that city. <laughs> yep. And how did that happen? Well, it's because they had a new bar in the West End. Nothing. No, nothing. And the well, reason they, yeah, yeah. but they they built their own infrastructure. Yeah. So that's what we got to do. They just got to do it. But they're yeah. not going to let us do that. We got way well, West End, the West End, will be a city and New Bergen will eat. Well, that, that, they They've say they'll never let us do it, but it's right. happened before. You just gotta try. Yeah, it you just gotta yeah. you gotta shoot your shot. You shoot your shot, and anything else, well, you shoot your shot. You and make this have, one count. Right, yeah. you gotta have your army together. Then like that. I said, as soon as we start getting shit, that's when, that's when they, they come, come in and burn it down. Or say somebody did something, and I, I read the story on Black Wall Street, and it was amazing, but it sounded a little bit too. Uh, I've seen it before. Let's just say I've seen You're it. Talking about the Harlem. No, when they no, had the yeah, banks yeah. and the Black Harlem, yeah, Harlem, Black Wall Street, Black Wall Street. Had, yeah, yeah, when they had the banks, the transit, everything. No, yeah. they went in there and said somebody raped somebody or something, and then tried to burn everything down. No, it was racist, taking all the black people's stuff. That's all yeah. they were doing. Yeah. Burnt it to the ground. Yeah. And if y'all got y'all's own police and all y'all's own, yeah. they fucked up the police, they fucked up every damn thing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you got to be ready. You got to have, you got to put that infrastructure out there because then what you're doing when you're investing in your community is you put the value in yourself. Yeah. Right. These yeah. children, our children walk around, we don't own nothing. Right. So they don't hold no value in nothing. You act different in your mama's house. You do. 
<laughs> your mama tell you, you know, stay off my couch. You stay your ass off the couch. You stay your ass off the couch. Right. Clean up your room. You, you clean, clean up your room. room. Because that's what she invested exactly. in. And she's going to make sure you that you value yourself. what she provides yeah. for right. you. If our children see us owning things yeah. and they become, um, they become, uh, they start to see a value in it. Yeah. Right. They start to see a benefit in it. Right. And then we start to build, we start to change the mentality. That was the first thing I said, was mentality. So it's a, it's a learned behavior. Yeah. It's a learned behavior that has to be done because like, I mean, in my neighborhood, I go around the corner and it's a, it's a convenience store and it's a liquor store. And when you walk in there, there's both, it's, it's ran by Indians. And I right. guarantee wherever you go in your neighborhood, in the West End, Newburgh, yeah. every, yeah. Indians, Indians are running these, yeah. these establishments. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. really, yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's It's very deep just to sit there and just think about something that's simple. Like right. you don't think about that when you go in there, but if you really just stop and look for a second, like damn, why are all these businesses in the Where'd y'all come from? And, the Indians in and, you, you get these, and I tell, when I walk in, the, I don't go in these Muslim stores no more. Hmm. I'm Muslim. But I don't walk in these Muslim stores no more. The last one I walked in, I told the man, I said, you don't eat pork, but you're selling people pork. Pork rinds, yeah. But we don't, drink, yeah, we don't yeah. drink alcohol, but right. you're selling our people alcohol. Right. Wow. I got a problem with right. that. Yeah. Yeah. I got a serious problem yeah. with that, yeah. but I don't, you know, we got to hold our own. Even the people that say they are, are, are like, they, even though he's my Muslim brother, I still got to hold him accountable. Exactly. I still have to hold him accountable. You know, that's really what all of this, it all boils down to, is holding each other accountable. We can go right back to the top of the show when we were talking about the police shit. Listen, you got to, these good cops got to hold the bad cops accountable. Mm -hmm. If you riding and he want to do some dirty shit, you got to pull your brother to the side and say, we not going to do no shit like that. Or if he don't want to listen to you, all right, yeah. well, let me call for somebody that's over you so yeah. maybe they can hear yeah, it. because y'all don't want us snitching yeah. in the street, but so, y'all ain't going to snitch. But y'all ain't going to snitch in there. So it's yeah. like, how you going to tell us what to do and y'all don't need <laughs> yeah. nothing to do? Look, when they tell the guy that was with the police department that he was, remember, they killed him. They didn't bring him in. He left and out the baby. And he said, I'm going to tarnish your blue line. Mm. CNN said, well, we're going to go over there after baby. Never did. Never did. Never did. And, and they, they killed won't. that man, and he was trying to tell everybody something. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He was trying to tell them how these police were and the clicks that they had and everything that was going on. Me personally, I'm tired of. Um, of um, I, I, it's go, not going to be no more marching for me. I'm not marching nowhere. I'm not. I'm it don't work. Form, I'm not doing it. Because and then, we've been doing it too long. And then I, I spoke on that too on my uh, Facebook. And it's just literally I was sitting there and it just, it was almost like God was talking to me like, this is praying to me. Yeah. I have no problem holding the conversation, having a conversation with my God. I have mm-hmm. no problem doing that. Mm-hmm. God already, I already brought it to God. He understands what's going on. Right. So me keep going back with the same stuff. He's like, I heard you the first time. Right. And right. I got it. Right. But you ain't got to keep coming back, coming back, coming back. Now it's time to start working. Mm-hmm. Because, you, like I said, you can pray all day yeah. long. You can do it. But if you ain't going to act on it, you're not going to make no move on it, then it don't mean anything. Like, faith, mm-hmm. faith comes work. That's what has to happen. I have Exactly. So sometimes I got to have faith within, you know, I got to get up, make this happen some kind of way. I got to do something, whether it's having an uncomfortable conversation 
this is an uncomfortable conversation. It's not a conversation that I, I enjoy having, but it's a conversation that someone may need to hear nonetheless. And it's almost like Tupac said, if I can say this one thing and it sparks the mind of someone else, that's that's really all I want to do. If it sparks you and you take something from this and you decide that you can do something better and you can build something up, I got you no problem. So, and um, I think one thing also, us as as black folk, like our upbringing, how we was brought up, right. we've been instilled with great characteristics and, and value for human life, yeah. and it, that's where it, it, it starts as well. Like a lot of the kids nowadays, they're not they're not being taught those values that we was that was instilled in us, like. I mean, growing up, we was in church Monday through Sunday. Yeah. We were, we could walk up and down the street like I could walk up Wingfield comfortably. And comfortably, I could walk to Algonquin Park. Yeah. I used to, living up in the East End. I could catch the tarp all over Louisville with yeah. no problem. No, I'm fine. I'm cool. Right. But nowadays, you can't do that. Like you would think twice before you allow your child to do that. But we must start instilling. We must start teaching our youth much better. And stop allowing television, video, and the to media raise to raise our kids. Our kids. Yeah. And if we can start doing that on the front line with our our youth, that will really benefit a lot, benefit them transitioning into young adults into adults right. because it's it's needed. And because nowadays what we're seeing and what we're having with all these all these youth, they're running wild. Yeah. And just like what um, Kyrie was saying regarding like instant. Um, we need businesses. We must have our own. And now speaking, when we say we have our own, that is not knocking anyone else. And I don't mean you can't come in. Right, because right. You can come in white, white people ask me what I want. Yes, you have to come over here. Exactly. But like you, any, any city you can go, there's a Chinatown. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And the, yep. those people have their own establishments. And I mean, like, you got to think, there's, I done seen Indian restaurants and Indian um value markets yep. and grocery mm -hmm. stores and things of that nature. Like, these people are not from here, and they have their own. We was born and raised here, and we do not have our own. Yeah. That's a problem. And it's a problem that we do not see as a society, and we don't grasp it. We just go about our merry way and get what we get from that store and go on. Yeah. But we're not teaching, like, you need to, we're not teaching that and instilling that in our children that you must have your own. And it's beautiful to have your own. Once you instill that, you're instilling a future. Like yeah. these people have their own stuff that they can get, and we don't have that in in our society, in our communities, and it is much needed, but it's not taught. So us individuals who, you know, what I'm saying, um, who are who has got that information regarding like uh, with Boyce Watkins with his him speaking to individuals regarding finances and doing what he can. That's and charging beautiful. for his boot camp, right? <laughs> but I mean, he got he he, he was making his money. I mean, we talking about teaching children. Children yeah. can't pay for what the parents. Well. We, him, doing that, that's another, I'm not even going to touch on right. that. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm speaking in regards to just, just us, us yeah. on the front line. Okay. Yeah, we, being that we're not in that situation where we have that money to do so, so we have to start chipping at that wall, right. brick by brick. Yeah. And the first brick is by teaching and instilling that in our children. And then looking to pull our funding together to start building and brand branding and having our own businesses. So... Our kids can see that because I mean, you look in anywhere, any other cult, uh, culture, they see that and that's what they gravitate to and that's what they do. And yeah. 
It's almost like we're afraid to. It's almost like the well, kids. Well, it's not like, taught. That too. That's what I'm saying. Like if the if it's not taught and kids will be like it's something that is unheard of. Mm-hmm. People they don't know nothing about that. Sometimes you fear what you don't know about until you you know if someone holds your hand and be like you know it's okay you know to do this and right. this and that and make them comfortable. That, that's really what it comes down to. It's a comfort level. Which, once again, if we go all the way back to the top of the show, back yeah. to the comfort level, yeah. and you have these these white cops, you have, I think, the matter of fact, the guy in Minnesota wasn't even white. I think he was like, I think she said he was Asian. Yeah, or, was yeah or it was like, either he's Asian yeah. or Mexican. Oh, no, or, no, look, I posted a video of him. Oh, my God. He got kicked out of another police department and sent to the Minnesota Police Department. That don't, that's crazy. see the video that's uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a mark for real. He's, he's one of them. Yeah, he's, and he's just, and so it's not, it's not, it ain't black, it's not a whole lot of black cops killing black kids, or well, black people. No. You, that's some of that, you know, it's damn near unheard of. But in that situation, it was like, who's, who's, uh, gains the most comfort in right. this situation? Right. If I'm getting pulled over by a right. cop, right. and I, even if you have your license to carry or you don't have anything to carry, you still going to be nervous. Yeah. I'm the one that should be uncomfortable. Right. I'm the one that should be reaching for my gun and trying to kill you because I don't understand what you're, right. what, if I'm going to make it home, am I going to make it out of this alive? Am I going to make this, you know, some, you know, back in the day they used to, you know, take them and just whoop their ass real yeah, bad yeah. and then just drop them back off to wherever they got them from. Right. So either I'm going to, I just want to make it home with no blemishes on me and in one whole piece. And then you have the cops with I thought he had a gun. And I just feel like that's just something that is taught within the police academy. I thought he had a gun. I thought he had a gun. And and that's all they keep saying. Even if they do have a gun, why is it okay when the NRA does not step up for the black person that is, you know, they are licensed to carry, but y'all don't want to ride for that. But when, you know, John wants to go out here and kill his deer, it's a situation, (laughs) it's an issue, and you're like, John has every right to kill that deer. John deer, no. no Right. Right, no, no, no pun intended at all. But Hakeem got every right to carry his gun too, because yeah. Hakeem got every right to protect himself. That's the same thing John's doing. The only difference is that John got multiple rifles and he goes actually hunting and actually killing things. Hakeem may not even bust his gun at all. Right. He just has it just in case some and shit happens. Yeah. Right. Because he don't want to be out here like, oh shit, I'm, I'm out here just, I have well, nothing. Well, that's the double standard, right? Black, yeah. Black and us is black. We may just leave our gun at home because we don't even want to go. For exactly. It. You know what I'm saying? Because I could tell, and, and old dude in Minnesota, yeah. he told him, listen. I have a pistol in my pocket, but I'm I'm not reaching for that. Yeah. I'm reaching for my wallet because you asked well, me for that. it was a that. setup for real because of when he got pulled over, he told him, I have a concealed, and said, I, I have, do concealed. have a concealed weapon and right. I have a license. Mm-hmm. So then the guy asked him for his license. Man, you think I would have reached for that license? Hell no. Because I know I saw a guy at the gas station on it that I posted. Same way. He just pulled up. He gets out of the truck like, what's going on, officer? The officer's got his gun out. He's like, let me see your ID. Nigga reached over and get his ID. Shot they, the shit yeah, out. I saw that. I saw that one too. Oh so God. it's like, how you? And then, the, then there's that age of excuse to everybody else that's uh, from the outside looking in. Yeah. Just comply, right? Okay. In yeah. this instance, he did comply and right. he lost his and life. Lost his so life. what's your next uh, to do? Right. What should we do? Well, because what, what I thought was now in a situation like that, if he hadn't been thinking like the rest of us think, it's like. Well, he was a good guy. Yeah, he was a good guy. He didn't have any record. He was working with kids. That's what killed. 
Yeah. yeah they could. They didn't find no mug shot to put up. And then, okay, back. let's go back down to Louisiana when that white bitch Tammy was on, whatever the fuck her name is. I do not like that bitch. Uh, but uh, she's on Fox News or something. Oh, yeah, exactly. That, that blonde-haired yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. was like, y'all paint him as an angel. Well, he did this. He's a regi- uh, uh, registered sex offender. Well, let me ask you this, Tammy. Was he fucking any kids right then and there on the spot right. when he got shot? Right. Then everything that he did in the past has absolutely nothing to do with the situation that he's exactly. in right now. Exactly. He could have... He had drugs. Did he have drugs on him right now? Right. Was he selling drugs? Was he smoking well, drugs? That's like, like me asking her, are you a Catholic? Yeah. So, and then bringing up her priest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, your priest are out here touching, yeah. you know, right. kids and, right. you know, effing boys right. and fucking with the men. Ain't, ain't, ain't got nothing to right. do with nothing. That's what I'm saying. So y'all would dig for this background just to find some type of dirt to yeah. paint him as, you know, matter of fact, okay, we'll go back up to Minnesota because I seen a comment the lady said, this guy wasn't an angel, he was a drunk because this nigga had a picture with a gray goose bottle. So he's a drunk. Well, let me ask you this, white bitch, was this motherfucker drinking <laughs> right. when he was driving and got pulled over and got shot? Got shot no? Right. Then it's a mute point because y'all got beer pong, y'all do all y'all shit, y'all, y'all have y'all, y'all drinking parties and y'all right. binges and shit like that, but when that happens to y'all. Y'all don't want to bring that up. Oh, he yeah. was a good. He was a good guy. He was this. He was that. So why can't our people be good people? Right. And they I, like to have I, alcohol I sometimes. Like Minister Farrakhan and yeah. people like that. But still, I mean, it's, don't make it all right. Cause because as I was doing my study on him, I saw a couple things that were kind of shaky yeah. back in the mouth of Max days. With that. Uh, yeah, but, of course. But as a man, he came out and addressed it, so that made it okay with me. Yeah. Then he. Got with Malcolm X's daughter. Yeah, you know, when you can do that, then it's like it's okay. Like once you you are aware of your your faults and what you did, and if you can you know confront that as a man, right? Cool. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, yeah. that's that's fine. We can trust you. Yeah, because you, know you can trust yourself. You're right. Because right, if you can right. admit your own wrong, it's like oh, okay. Well, I can I can trust you know yeah. his point of view. Right, right. So let me um, I want to ask y'all about the whole Dallas shit. What do y'all think about the uh, this uh, alleged attack on the police? I say alleged. I'm sorry if I get I catch flack for that. But Man, because it's the some some stink crisis actors. Oh, you right. Saying, uh, I don't know. I mean, I've seen so many clips of where the gunman was at, and then I see somebody else dragging along outside shooting cops too. So, mm-hmm. and it looked like he was kind of. Uniform as well, so I don't know what to think. They said the sniper rifle. They said that that guy was shooting from two different buildings. How swag? Yeah, right. How he do that? Oh, he's Spider Man. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was like, I got my web. I'm gonna go to this one. Right. Let me go over here yeah. and I shoot it from this angle. Like right. that's impossible. What, what really got me was um, they said that uh, the robot blew him up. Yeah. They seen a, a, a robot yeah. with the extensions so with the bomb. No so we can't even get a no. face or nothing. But miraculously, his ID made it. So yeah. wait a minute, hold on. You blew yeah. up a whole body. Yeah. Somehow yeah. ID made it out at out of a. You, I'm not. You blew him up. Yeah. He, if you blow a body up, guess what? Yeah. Ain't nothing to show of it. Right. Not even an ID. Yeah. So how? And he was 25. Yeah. He didn't have no social media presence until after y'all came out with us. Now all of a sudden he got a Facebook page. I said, yeah. "How you do that?" Yeah. I said, "This nigga's amazing. I'ma die and make me a Facebook page after this <laughs> next one at the same time and put this up." And I'm just like, and then they said he was laughing and saying he wanted to kill white people. And then I was like, how'd y'all get this information right. from him if y'all blew him up? Did y'all send, did y'all roll in a, a microphone? Did y'all held a conversation with this motherfucker? He called and was laughing and said, I'm going to kill. But, it, but see, that's where they're wrong because there were black people shot. One of the first people I saw got shot was a black lady. 
Oh, uh, yeah, I saw that. She got shot in the leg. It was one of the protesters. Yeah. yeah. And then one that got shot like in the side or something. So, you know, that wasn't accurate, accurate either. And I'm sure it wasn't just white officers that he killed. No. It was black and white. Yeah. Black team or whatever. You know what if, if that's the, if that's if the that's case. case right. I don't know enough. I, I, I don't know a whole lot about the Dallas shooting. Just, just regardless, there's a few things that, are, that was on the news. I just know that no matter what, police officers are not how I feel. It's, it's a sad situation because yeah. now, because of these actions and all the things that have been going on around the world, now you're going to have innocent police officers' lives being taken. Right. And that's, and that's sad. And that think. ain't the answer. And it's not. Yeah, that's right. But, and I'm like, and I, what I do think, like, if you want to take it to that extent to where you really feel like you have to, then Attack those that you know for a fact. That right. Which means right. doing your research. Yeah. And I don't condone it. But no, if, but if, if you're you going to go after somebody. If you feel that's what yeah. you have to do, yeah. do your research and find out who are the crooked ones and that's when you go out. Yeah. Just don't go out here and start taking innocent lives. No, or, like, like I, the way that they, I feel like the way that they study us and understand, you know, our the, the way we talk, the way we dress, the way we do all these things, they study us. Oh, yeah. We got to turn around and study them too. So that way you understand right. who you going after. I know. What that's the thing. Exactly so how y'all come out? The picture, the, the main picture, the first picture that came out, my nigga had on uh, a dashiki, which was dope, by the way. Yeah, dope yeah. ass dashiki yeah. and a black power. He had his, he had his fist up. Yeah, I said, yeah. how convenient yeah, because convenient. now dashikis is a thing of fashion. Now, now we rocking those. So now y'all like, let's find a picture of this guy and let's make sure he has this and that. Right. And this this black power fist is not a threat. Right. It's yeah, not right. a threat. It's just a, it's right. just a it's a, a form of, you know, coming together. And to top it off, they try to sell his name as X. Yeah. yeah. Micah X. Yeah. yeah. Micah X. <laughs> Come and people are just sitting here just eating this oh, yeah, up. I mean they just like, they oh know. my God, I but can't believe the people that's doing this are very, very powerful people. Oh yeah. They people. can make anything happen. They can make a fucking Snow in a in a motherfucking in, in Hawaii degrees right now. Yeah, right they can now. make it snow in behind at the same time. Whatever yeah. they want to do, these people can make it happen. That's like when they came out with the Matrix. I never understood why they came out, but now I do <laughs> because everything you see. If you wait for it, if you wait for, and I, I say that with entertainment too, as far as like these movies go, mm-hmm. a lot of people just be like taking that shit for like face right. value. I'm like, nah, nigga, that's some shit some they working on. Right. And yeah. if you can eat it up enough, they be like, oh, y'all like it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, well let me put your real life in it and right. see how you like it. It's a show on Netflix called Between, where it's a small town called uh, Pretty Lake. And what they do, they induce this virus that kills everyone over the age of 22. Wow. And at the end of the whole show, or the season or whatever, all it was, they sent a guy in there from a pharmaceutical company to basically test the cure. And once he went in there and he was able to test the cure and find out that it does work and these people can live past the age of 22, the pharmaceutical company hurried up and got them up out of there so they can start mass producing that that drug in order to heal people mm-hmm. because it's all about money. In, yeah. in these movies and television shows, they don't draw this stuff from nowhere. No. Think about the Zika virus. Right. You know what I'm saying? These things that go on in, in third world countries and upon us, they do these testings. They kill off individuals and once they figure out they got a way to make money off of it, then they drag you along over with that drug so they can drain your pocket. Everything that you see, don't just take it face value. Think about it. Do your research. 
this, the globe is so overpopulated. Why do you think there are so many new diseases and so things many. that continue to pop up and mass murders and people being killed mm -hmm. and this and that and so forth? That stuff doesn't doesn't happen by coincidence. No. They, if they can depopulate the, glo the, uh, the globe, then the less people they have, then it's easier for them to be able to control. They can control that. That's what they do. I say that all the time. I say that like with any disease, like anything in this world does not exist without its opposite. There's an on, there's an off. Mm -hmm. There's a left, there's a right. That's what I'm saying. Like you have to understand, if there's a disease, <laughs> damn it, there's a cure. And when there's way more money. And the the, the 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 disease than it is the cure. Yeah, right. it's more money and you dying than you living. Mm -hmm. And that's how that's what you have to understand. So then, okay, and then to just close it, let's like sum it up. Do y'all feel like they are trying to force our hand or, or force us into a race war? Of course, that's been the plan the whole the whole time. That's like he's, like uh, Kyrie was just saying. He he saw a lot of white people in America. Mm -hmm. Well, those are the ones that are fooled by it. A lot of them are white. To the fact because this is not the first time they keep on trying this. Mm -hmm. They've been trying to, to delete our race from the earth. And they keep trying every decade of every year, every, just keep trying to, to wipe us out. And it's funny, the harder they try, the less they become. Yeah. So it's like you killing yourself. <laughs> right. They, they, what they try to do is extend their. Uh, they're trying to extend the America's reign, uh, and not even just America. They're trying to extend their existence right. uh, right. in power. Right. Uh, it's been a long time coming, but it was prophesied there there will be a fall, and they're trying to change prophecy. Mm -hmm. they, they're definitely trying to do that, and um, so a lot of what you see, um, unfortunately, uh, the fall of America is going to happen. Um, but it, it's not necessarily going to happen the way uh, with the brimstone and fire and all of that that right. people think is going to happen. I mean, you keep seeing their banks closing down. You keep seeing the real estate uh, prices going down. Um, even gold, you see gold falling. You see all those, all of the stuff that, that holds value uh, to them is falling. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's either the situation is either they feel like either we're going to stay in power or we're taking everybody down with us. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, yeah, they're definitely trying to. Um, Cause a race war and um, basically take it back to how segregation was back in the day. They, they've been trying for a very long time. And um, they also are just trying to just force and push their agenda. The more killing and stuff that takes place, they're able to um, start talking about gun laws. Gun laws would be all over the news and people, and that's what they do. You cause habit to get a reaction mm -hmm. from from people. And once you gain that reaction, then you can force upon anything that you want. You're tired of people getting killed? You're tired of this? Well, let's you know, we're gonna, we're go to gun laws. Right. You're tired of your local policeman shooting you, this and that and so forth? And that's where martial law comes in. It will be it will be one police. It will be governed by the government. They will be in total control. And that's what they're doing. And if you usually look at it, like for real, like numerous shootings going on all across America, different right. places, including police officers. And, and people are getting upset regarding these police officers in these cities and states, and that's what they want. Oh, you're tired of them? Okay, well, let us do it. We'll get rid of your J-Town police and your Odom, Odom County police. We'll just have one, and that's what they want. And that's, not, and that's the thing about it is we must have some really, more, some really good police officers that are black because really the combat ain't a, a guy like a dude shooting police officers. Yeah. That ain't really the retaliation. No. No. The retaliation would be if these black officers started going in their communities 
and taking out some of their kids. Right. Yeah, that would be the real retaliation. I ain't condoning that or saying that's what I want to happen or should happen. I'm just saying that that would be the real retaliation. So a race war, yeah, they're trying to fight a race war, but the race war been going on forever. There was yeah. chemical war with crack, like he said. Yep. Now the chemical war has about faded and turned on them mm-hmm. with this heroin. Mm-hmm. And so now they got all of these clinics where you can go get clean needles and free needles. And <laughs> so you, you keep know. going heroin. Yeah. So you <laughs> keep going heroin. I'm like, that shit sounds crazy. <laughs> Come in here. I got what yeah. you need. No, I got the, the, the race war been going on. Yeah. It's just yeah. been playing. Like I said, we look at war like it's bullets and guns. They look nah, at war. This is money. This is, this is land. Yeah, yeah that's, they look at war like everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I said that. It's a war going on outside. We ain't safe from it. But you can fight, though. That's not that's not saying you just lay down and take it. Right. Never lay down and take it. Sometimes you just got to be willing to put your life on the line. That's the same thing that happened back in the 60s and the 70s. They didn't think, or maybe they even, some of them probably knew, we're not going to make it to see you know these things come into play. But it didn't matter to them because it was more so about their kids and the future. I want y'all to be able to experience something that I won't be able to experience. Right. Just because that's called being selfless. Mm-hmm. To be selfish would be like, well, shit, I don't know what you're going to do. Yeah, but I ain't about to go out there and do that shit. Right. You got to be fucked up. Yeah. It's more so like you just got to find that, that strength within you to be like, I'm willing to, to die for my kid's future. Well, we don't have it no more. We don't have that. We don't have it no more. It's not like, and, and that just, just really goes back to the the conditioning. Mm-hmm. It's really what it comes down to. It used to be, you know, um, what was the thing? Back in the day, it was like uh, everybody was wearing suits and everybody was dressing really nice. And then you fast forward to now, like, well, they just pulled their pants up, and then they just put on. But they was dying back then in suits and slacks and right. shit. And you can put on a wife beater, and, and it doesn't matter what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. It's, that's not the case. Like it's, but just like uh, you said, it's mental. It's a, it's it's mental. Once I see you, and I, they've already put in instilled in my head what you look like or what you act. It's like. how you gonna be. Yeah, you're evil. Yeah, that's in my head already because. Your that's pants are sagging, yeah. and you know you're talking out loud. It's right. just that you don't know your inside voice, and you need you missed your belt this morning. Yeah. That's really what it was. Part of the blame is on us too. Of course, we have uh, we have uh, parents uh, banging with their kids. Yeah, you know what we're not so blame free. We are not blame free at all. Truth be told, we're well, some of our biggest enemies. So we're, of the, course. we're our biggest issue, truthfully, if you want to be all the way real about it. Of like, course. These things are going on regarding what I'm saying with white police officers and racism, this, that, and so forth. But we are our biggest enemy. Children. We are our biggest enemy as black folk, and that's what we need to stop. Because, like, if you really want to take it out of perspective and just get away from the, from police officers, black on black violence, like, it's, 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 out, it's out of control. We have no problem killing each other. Right? No problem. Well, but like I said, they're killing off the good, the good guys. Mm-hmm. They're not killing off these niggas running around here with the guns, killing people. No, no, they're killing off the ones that ain't doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's, so that's double concentration on our race. Everybody's being killed, and we're killing them. They killing us. Everybody's killing us. Yeah. Yeah. We'll allow the few to get um get big in your sport or music, this, that, and so forth. But if what comes along with that, you won't have to push our agenda. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. what goes on a lot. Like, you see all these rappers and stuff that are successful, <laughs> they didn't get there by accident. No. Yeah. There's no way you can get that they got hit in that ass or something. Yeah, after, <laughs> uh, after the Miami Heat and uh, LeBron made that uh, statement with uh, the Trayvon Martin yeah. 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 or whatnot, uh-huh. after they made that statement, 
I mean, other than him, and I think that's big. He, you know, he's putting people in college and his oh, yeah. community in the city. But other than that, you haven't seen him make no public display about no. nothing. Because no. they told him, you know, you're not going to do that again. No. Somebody told him, you're not going to be able to do that under the Nike brand ever again. Yeah. And, and so maybe that's the reason why Carmelo yeah. felt so comfortable making his making statement. Making his statement. He because needs to do it, though. Yeah, but yeah. What it's like, what does he have? Like, yeah, he, he has said. the, we have to be willing to put mm -hmm. your, like, Ali like, did it. He said it doesn't matter about our brand. It's like, it doesn't matter about your endorsements. If you lose those endorsements, so be That's what he said. Yeah. That's yeah. what he said. And I thought that was big, so but I need him to put that, stand right. up behind that. Oh, I was totally We allow that type of stuff to be, to happen to us. Let me, just one example, and I'm going to be finished, really, but. One example of how we look at ourselves. When uh, Dr. Dre had the Beats headphones, they too high. Man, yeah. they ain't that good quality. Uh, why are we gonna pay $200 to Dr. Dre? Man, he ought to make them lower, man. Uh, we got our kids walking around in, Dr. Dre had Beats headphones, this, that, and the third. I promise you, if you look at everything we had to say prior to him selling those Beats headphones, once he sold it and white people owned it, mm -hmm. you ain't seen nobody complaining about nothing wow. about it. They found a way to get it. Yeah, nothing. Mm -hmm. nothing sense. Mm -hmm. That's how we look at it. You know, yeah, Jordan's a, a horrible guy. He yeah, is. He's, he is. A, he's not a good guy. Be honest. His mm -hmm. shoes cost two hundred dollars. He's a horrible guy. But you know what? Look how many horrible guys we keep right. giving money to. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. the most thing that you can say, even if the little bit, Jordan's the only one that's got black executives in any of the major sports. There he is. He's the only one that's got black executives that actually work in the office. Uh, so a lot of, and then they did the thing. This is how they manipulate us and make us turn against each other. They put information out there. They allowed it to go so long. Michael Jordan's investing in prisons. That's a Michael Jordan in Oklahoma, a white dude. Yeah. It's not Michael Jordan from but, the NBA uh, that's invested in communities. It's a white man named Michael Jordan that's invested in private prisons. But they allow that to happen. Nobody from Mike's camp, well, the people from Mike's camp did speak up, but he couldn't because he looked too defensive. Right. right. Yeah. But once the information came out, nobody put no big disclaimer out on it. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. So that's how we look at ourselves, though. So like I said, man, let's try to build on our strengths of each other. Mm -hmm. We can knock each other all we want to. Right. I'm going to find something. I can find something bad about other people. I find bad shit about myself every day. Yeah, so I can right. also I always look at somebody else and say why I won't support them or why I don't like them or why I don't want to be down with them or whatever. But, you know, as much as I was against Dr. Umar, yeah, if Carmelo's going to step up, help Umar. Uh, as much as I st speak out against a whole lot of the, I speak out against Farrakhan. And he's one person that I idolize uh, a little bit less than Muhammad Ali. A little less than Muhammad Ali. But I, I love Farrakhan. But I also speak out against stuff that I disagree with him on. But I just ain't doing that no more. I ain't, I'm not looking at our weaknesses no more. I'm trying to look at our strengths and where we can make one person's strength all of our strength. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know. You got to stop looking into the negative. That's that's really what yeah, our yeah. problem is. Yeah. Like, I had to, in this crazy attitude of my mom, because she'll sit there and be like, I got this, I got but, this. Yeah, and I stopped yeah. and I was like, stop. Yeah. I said, for everything that you just said, now I need three positives. Right. Said, because you got to at least balance <laughs> yeah. this shit out. It can't be all rain, all the goddamn right. <laughs> right. It's running, it's running, it's running. Eventually the sun has to come out. Yeah. I said, you have to stop it. Let's change the narrative. 
that's really what it is. Change the narrative, change your outlook. Right. What you put out is what you get back. So if it's a, it's a lot of negative energy around you, it's because you put out right. a lot of negative energy. Right. The positive comes to you. Pluses come your way when you throw out pluses. That's right. how that works. That's yeah. just that's that's science. That's energy. That's life. Yeah. Your vibe is what you are. That's what you. If you put out a good vibe, good shit happens. Not saying that not anything bad is gonna happen to you. That's life. Because right. you guys had the good with the bad. But what right. I'm saying, the more good you do, the more good you get back, right. and the more good you push into your people, that's what you get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's close it out. Um, y'all, well, Tony ain't got no stuff. Plug, plug your your YouTube page. Oh, uh, my YouTube plug page. Your stuff. Uh, Pips playing around. You know what I'm saying? Come check me out. I upload um numerous videos of. Uh, Everything. It's a playground, so I'll, I'm going to make sure I have something for everybody to be able to understand and enjoy and have fun with. This nigga has a video game that he's playing that stressed me out. Just when he told me what it was, I was like, I'm stressed. Let's listen to the description of this shit. You got to, it's zombies. You got to build your life. And then, then you got seven days. I was like, what the fuck is, I'm not playing this shit. I'm not playing. I said, I got no stress in regular life. I'm not, I'm not messing around, break my eggs, my fucking shit. <laughs> Jay, you want to plug anything you got going on? Yeah. Browntownradio.us and you can't stop Browntown. Jay, you can't stop Browntown. All right. What else you got? Um, well, uh, I want to uh, plug the Incredibles, uh, www.theincredibles.com. But um, also, just want to uh, continue uh, in the, uh, the way I always am, continue in the light of uh, if anybody knows what happened to my friend Donnie Fly. Uh, please come. You don't have to go to police and information. Come to the streets with uh, mm-hmm. no. And uh, you know, in that sense, um, the, the organizations that our business is working with, uh, we're dealing with uh, uh, cancer, uh, society of Ethiopia, uh, Alzheimer's, uh, uh, women that used to be um, yeah, uh, prostitutes. Uh, we're dealing with a lot of organizations. <laughs> so, uh, Keep working with those organizations. Uh, also, uh, moving positive, moving forward. Uh, my partner, Devine, is about to open a barbershop on the University of Louisville's campus nice. called the campus. Um, and I told him, focused on that. Don't focus on the stuff going on. No, no. So, that I just want to plug that out and let people know that's coming. Yeah. Well, I, you know, me, uh, I'm everywhere. Thug Jimmy and Joey, everywhere. Twitter, IG, Snap, whatever. Uh, Facebook, you don't need that. I really want people to start sending me prayer requests just because you see my face and you be like, oh, I think I stay girl. I'm going to send it. Stop. Because right? my face looks personal for, for people that I rock with and people that know me. I don't need no outsiders trying to come right. in on my bush. Right. Like, cut and cut it out. Right. But um, also, especially that. Uh, this show is going to be on Google Play Music and Spectre.com. It'll be up on YouTube. Also, uh, shout out to my other show, 321 Podcast. We took like two fucking weeks off. Like, it's time <laughs> to get back, guys. <laughs> shout out to Z and Murph. I really shout out to Murph. He just had a baby boy last night. So, congratulations on that. Baby Bash. Um, so, yeah, some shit happened. We were supposed to have a Bun B, but that didn't happen. But, you know. Yeah. Shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Well, we gonna continue on. I think one monkey don't stop no show. We just gonna keep it popping out in these streets. And thank you for checking out Banshee's Block. We out. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, 
You're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense.